Hello. Hello. Fab. Um, so what we're going to do today, and um, this is our first episode of Euphoria, the podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about body image and our experiences surrounding that topic. Um, so first off, I suppose, is to introduce ourselves. So I'm Lizzie, and I'm the founder of Euphoria by Lizzie, which is a body positivity wellness brand. Um, and this is my co-host, Rhiannon. Hello. This is uh, um, from. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's exciting. It? <laughs> so from here, um, we're just going to sort of speak about our experiences and why sort of Euphoria is the brand is, I suppose. So um, body images, like body images, like a whole, is like a massive subject that I'm really passionate about. Um, I think everyone has their own experiences with like body image and body positivity, and I think at the moment it's such a massive industry and movement that you know everyone's coming forward with their own experiences and helping everyone out which I think is really interesting um so yeah so with like my experience anyway I feel like body image throughout like even like as a teen girl is like such a bizarre thing (laughs) it really is it's learning to accept who you are is really difficult massively like I think when you are so young you're at school and everyone's sort of growing into themselves and they've got hormones and it's this massive thing where nobody's comfortable in their own skin <laughs> like at all I don't think I don't think anyone's comfortable enough to be like ah oh, this is like this is me this is who I am and I think you know it's such a massive thing that I've only learned now at the age of what 23 that your body changes so much and it's never going to be the same, you know, as it is now. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, your body is constantly changing and evolving and year by year, it's difficult to come to terms with how your body's changing and accepting how, you know, you are and how you look and comparing yourself to so many other people that you see all the time on social media and Instagram and all of that it's yeah it's a difficult concept and it you know I'm at the age of 22 I'm still kind of struggling with it it's not you know one day it just kind of clicks it's a a process (laughs) it's a journey like honestly like living in that situation where as like even as a man as a woman as anything like getting to know yourself and how your even how your body works is bizarre um I feel like you know I only learned this year for instance that as a woman that if you've got a bit of a belly it probably isn't a belly it's you know something to do with protecting your uterus like that I've even when I was like a size six I thought oh my god like this just I'm so fat so I've got this belly and it's just not it like that's just not that's just how my body's proportion and how my body even protects like myself <laughs> which is yeah. something I've even learned now like it, I've still got it now and I'm a size what 12 to 14 compared to what I was like when I was size 6 it's exactly the same it's just a smaller smaller body which is really strange which I found kind of heartwarming in that sense that you know I'd put so much pressure on myself as a young child to be like ah oh, I need like a washboard like stomach with like abs and whatever do you know what I mean and then to learn that actually I'm never going to be able to get rid of that probably (laughs) because that's just how it is yeah it's just how you're made and there's such an obsession with like you said having a washboard figure and just like having the flattest stomach and having the ideal body type but it's how your body is made and it's what you know your body does and that's just kind of how it is and some people it's it's not like that but for a lot of people it is and I think that that is really important to kind of understand especially as you know a kind of young teenager and when you're coming in to adulthood and seeing everyone it's hard to not compare yourself to other people that have a body like that but it's not because you're fat it's not because you're you know you've got a bit of extra you know a bit of extra weight it's junk in the trunk yeah (laughs) it's it's your genetics it's just it's so strange though because I remember like um 
even seeing like my mum is as a teenager like looking at my mum and she's you know she's such a lovely woman and she's one of those people that I've seen like do fucking yo-yo dieting and stuff my whole life and then like even now like it's it's such an impressionable thing being like oh you know people just don't love themselves anymore like even at all I don't think I think it's such a hard thing to find that balance between you know I'm not going to go on Instagram and look at a model that's edited the, their whole you know body to on Facetune ridiculously do you know what I mean <laughs> like yeah it's such a, it's such un, unrealistic values looking on on Instagram or on TikTok or whatever like everything is so edited and I remember like I looked the other day on um on TikTok I think it said and it was something like you can now Facetune videos yeah I saw that I I saw a girl literally she was she was a fucking gorgeous woman and she was in a bikini and she'd edited her she did a normal video of herself and then edited it and she literally could face tune her body in real life like in in real time video and you think oh my god how at least you know before if someone put a video up you're like oh it's probably you know probably quite true to who they are and to think now like that actually could be an issue now with young girls that go on you know Instagram TikTok or whatever and these people have even edited you know you've edited your body to the point it is unrecognizable yeah it's hard enough kind of going on Instagram and seeing you know Instagram influencers looking perfect and thing is before I think that is that is true like it was Instagram influencers were just that Instagram influencers (laughs) Mm. so it was like you know, you knew those people that had like 20,000 followers or whatever that were that were perfect because that was their job. You know, they'd go out and get content in like on a beach in a bikini or something because that was what they had to do for their job. And that's because, you know, that's their, you know, that's so society's like esteem of what beautiful was. And it's a point now that you've got that whole situation where beauty is changing like massively but it's also you've got a content where it can be changed so vividly in front of, you know, 13-year-old girls that don't even know what they look like, really. Yeah, it's like that's the only thing you kind of have to go off. Because I know when I was younger and I used to go on Instagram and, you know, look at all the influencers and look at all the people that I followed... I followed them because I wanted to look like them and I wanted to have a life like them. And it was it's so toxic to it is. It, drown it yourself is in that world because a lot of the time, especially on social media, you know, people post highlights. They don't post the everyday. They don't post the bloating. They don't post, you know, feeling horrible and all of that they post no perfect (laughs) edited images like even if they haven't face tuned their body to change it's still the lighting and everything yeah enhances the image and can literally completely change how you look it's it's like a hard thing really because you know you'll look at stuff like that and you think it's you know i completely fine it's fine if you know if you want to edit your photos and your videos or whatever like that's your own that's your own prerogative that's your own situation that you're dealing with and if you think that's cool fine it's even like filters on instagram now and i can say that i use them massively like it's just a it's just a normal thing now in everyday life i think that you go on instagram and you'll put a filter on and it's fine but i literally remember like when i did my social media detox and not long ago like I took a photo and I was falling back in love with the person that I was and the face that I already had instead of like going on Instagram and putting a filter on and being like, oh, this is who I want to look like. Like this is the filter with like lip filler, jaw filler, whatever, like it's perfect. This is like the perfect version of me. But yeah. that isn't me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's not the person that you will see sat on the sofa or outside in the bar or in the club or whatever. That isn't the same person. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's like you've got someone else's face on your own, isn't it? It's an altered reality of what you believe yourself to look like. If you constantly use filters and are used to doing that, then it, it can be a bit of a reality check when you take you yourself don't back use from that. 
it's it's honestly it's so strange because like I feel like now like all these young girls growing up or even like young men like anyone growing up like on like we were quite lucky I feel like to, to not have such a childhood full of social media like I didn't have social media I don't think properly I had it when I was probably like in secondary school but not I didn't use it to the extent that you know I was posting I just post anything you think you know my Instagram like everyone laughs about it the fact that it's got about very like a thousand photos on thousands it. of pictures on it <laughs> because, because because I used it as a child to have memories like I just if I went out for a weekend I'd be like oh I'm gonna post this photo of me and my friends or like yeah, if you went to the something. beach then you'd take a nice what picture supposed, and you post yeah, it on what it's Instagram. supposed to be for 100% but now like it's such a big thing of having an aesthetic Instagram and you know people have like five photos that they rotate and they delete some and they rotate them and then they put you know these filters on them or whatever and it's and it's <clears> so bizarre like I can't quite figure out why like how all of a sudden this became such a massive trend of having like millions of likes on your photos and millions of followers just because you know you want to be an influencer but then if you're I find I thought influencing is supposed to be like you're supposed to be influencing something good do you know what I mean <laughs> like mm-hmm. I thought that that's the whole point of being an influencer but I think a lot of people now like that's kids at school going oh that's what I want my job to be <laughs> yeah there's kids growing up saying I want to be an Instagram influencer or I want to be a YouTuber because of how the times have changed and you know how social media has blown up and become so popular over the last few years really because yeah like you said I remember when I was kind of 13 I want to say I that's when I kind of hopped on social media and got Instagram and that kind of thing but by the age of like 16 17 I was then cautious of what I was posting on my Instagram and I was so harsh and critical about what I wanted to post because the likes were so important to me because I knew like the popular kids in school had over 100 likes and they had so many likes on all their posts and I was like I need that many likes and I need to post content like that and so I can be popular and other people would like me but it's just it's it's not right I get it like it's fine and that's probably my own opinion in that sense that I think now watching like kids of 13 like 14 grow up and have this insane amount of likes on their photos like like I've seen kids of 13 14 with like 400 plus likes and I'm like how like I don't even get, I don't think over a hundred sometimes, do you know what I mean? That's fine for me if I don't care like that I'm posting because I like the photo or, you know, it's a different prerogative. But now like a kid growing up with that much satisfaction over getting like, putting a photo up and getting so much satisfaction on a photo, I just think it's going to, I think it's kind of going to be damaging and it worries me like about children's, uh, like teenagers and even adults is like, body image concerns I just don't think it's gonna go well oh absolutely and I, th- I think that because of all of this like and because people are getting on social media so young and are so uh, like they care about what they post more it's almost as if you know it's it's not having the same kind of childhood that we had Oh no, definitely. Do you know what I mean? And I like, agree. When... I think it is true, though. I do think that unless people are going to grow up with this, I feel like they're going to grow up with so many more self-esteem issues and body image issues. And like, maybe I might be wrong. Do you know what I mean? I might be wrong in the fact that they all know it's edited and they all know that it's filters and that nobody really looks like that or. I just I just don't see how you can differentiate it like you see people on Instagram that have like 100,000 followers and they look perfect and it's like I just don't see how you can how we can allow sort of kids to grow up thinking that that's real life (laughs) yeah because I remember when when I first started to care about what I was posting and how I looked and I was editing all my photos and 
changing how I looked because you know I didn't want people to see me with the extra belly fat or my arms looking too big I um I remember I followed so many people that stunning like stunning influencers and you know people that created really good content but I followed them because I aspired to look like them and I wanted to be them and I wanted to kind of have that life and it took me you know a while to realize that that isn't who I am and that isn't what my life is and that's not real life what they post oh yeah I I think my Instagram and I unfollowed like so many people that I just didn't need to follow because it was so detrimental to my self-esteem and my own body image oh and massively like it's such a big thing like ever since I started you know Euphoria by Lizzie and I've had that other Instagram I spend the majority of my time on the Euphoria by Lizzie Instagram purely because I only follow people that influence in a good way or people that you know have not like similar bodies to me but people that are real about it or realistic about it that put them out there and they're like do you know what I don't care like this is normal and you can't tell me otherwise and that's fair enough and you know it's all positive on that side yeah whereas on my personal Instagram it's full like I honestly it's full of people that one I've even never met or people that I look at and I'm like oh they've got such a good lifestyle but nobody knows what's going on behind closed doors anyway so that's you know another issue where you know you're portraying such a even even if it's a fake body that you're portraying you're portraying a fake lifestyle to people which people take in as real because that's all you're used to is you know reality is what you are normally used to whereas on social media and everything it's everything's faked and everything's so much harder to comprehend whether it's real or whether it's fake for your even for your positive body image like that's not good <laughs> it's not good at all yeah and, and it's so strange and I think it's crazy that now there's like Instagram pages that call people out for editing their pictures and is catfishing there? in a way yeah there's um I won't name names I don't think I've ever um, seen those <laughs> but there's it's like meme pages do it and like there's yeah a couple of pages that I've come across that call out influencers for like their edited pics versus pictures with them in real life and obviously you know angles and stuff like that are contribution to the pictures of them in real life but oh, it is course. there's such a difference in how they are it's crazy to see that you know some young people could just be looking at this Instagram profile and thinking yeah that's who they are that's what they look like this is the life they have whereas that's not what they look like on the street or in bars like you said earlier it's a completely different person that they're portraying online compared to what they are in real life and it's you know it's not yeah and it's not bad things it's like having cellulite that people edit out and and you know kind of like wrinkles or kind of a bit of a belly or your arms are too big or like having a big bum is it's all kind of edited and that's it's not a bad thing to have cellulite it's not a bad thing to have you know a bit of a belly it's your it's your body it's your temple and you know you should oh yeah it's the things that's giving you life at the end of the day which is one of those things where I find it's such an interesting thing to think about like your body is hello you know, the thing hi sorry (laughs) (laughs) like that's the thing that's you know so interesting to me is the fact that you have a whole body that gives you life it gives you it gives you something that you walk around in every day it's you know it's your mind it's you're so much more than just like a body that you think is a bit chubby do you know what I mean (laughs) like yeah you're so much different and it's so bizarre like how like your body image and how you feel about yourself can take over your whole mental state and how you feel about it like that's why I just find it so strange how like some nights like I've sat there before and you know my brain is racking 
thinking, oh my God, I need to go to the gym tomorrow or I should start exercising tomorrow because I feel like, you know, I don't like the way I look today. Whereas like some days I'll go, you know, to bed and I won't think about it twice. <laughs> yeah. And there's some days where you wake up and you look at, or like you go to bed, you wake up and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, wow, I look amazing. Look I love myself. <laughs> I love how I look. But then the next day you'll wake up and you'll be like, I am huge. I'm an elephant. I hate myself. Look at all these rolls and lumps and bumps and cellulite and my double chin is big. But it's it's the same body you had yesterday. It's the same oh, 100%. <laughs> body you had last week. It's not anything different. It's no but... different. It's no different. I completely Your agree. Mind. It's that whole, it's such a strange thing. Because I remember like last year, like I put on probably like two stone over the last year. Um, where like, you know, I just wasn't very healthy the year before or whatever. I remember people complimenting me. Oh my God, you look so skinny now. Like, do you remember when we were in a club once and some guy came up to me and was like, oh, you look so much better now you've lost some weight. <laughs> yeah, I do. And I was like, and I was like, are you joking? <laughs> but that's the thing, which is like, it's how, you know, and I always remember that. That is deeply ingrained in my mind where I was literally out having a good time with my friends. Yeah. That's the first thing that you see. I don't even know you. <laughs> I've met you twice. That's the, and that's the thing that you and that's the first thing that you say. And I'm like, you know, a bit rude. <laughs> Honestly. And it's like I've, you know, kind of had some experience of that. And it's like, you know, when you're on a night out and you're chatting to a guy and like someone came over to me and was like, You're too fat for me. And I was like, Well, I'm not <laughs> it's like I'm not interested in you. I don't know who you are. Your life means I I literally have no idea who you are. I agree. It's it's the fact that people literally come over to random people and say, oh, you're a bit fat, or you look better now you've lost weight. (laughs) I can, honestly, it's such a bizarre thing. And it's, but it's still, you know, it's that one person's opinion of you means nothing, but then it also means a lot in the same thing, in the sense that, you know, I've not ever forgotten that. That's never something that I've forgotten they probably won't remember that they said that the next day, but that has stuck with me for years. Oh, 100%. And that is is the thing. It's so bad for anyone's body image in the sense that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. (laughs) Like, you know, it's not like I'm obese to the point that, you know, I've got all health conditions and I'm unhealthy. Like, I'm I'm a good size. I'm curvy. Like, I'm, I'm happy with it. It's fine. But don't come up to me and tell me that either I'm not your type because I'm too fat or, <laughs> or sorry, you look a little, you look a bit better since you've lost some weight. Do you know what I mean? It's none of your business. <laughs> yeah, and also people like that don't have any idea what you're going through. Like you could be suffering with an eating disorder or like mental health issues that are related to your weight and your body image and self-esteem and something like that can have such a detrimental effect on you and how you think and how your mind works that it's unbelievable like it might it's a passing comment to one person but it could be a trigger for another person that's like well I you know I'm just in recovery of you know anorexia or bulimia or something like that and then something like that like someone comes over and says oh you're a bit too fat for me you're like well what is stopping me from relapsing and yeah 100 percent. and that's the thing like you never know what someone's going through <coughs> so it is that whole point of just shut up if you've got nothing good to- <laughs> if you've got nothing like good to say because otherwise it could be completely like you said detrimental for someone's health or how they feel about themselves and mental like mental health and body image go together like hand in hand do you know what I mean like mental health and body image when they're together like it's such a big thing like anxiety depression is linked all to how you feel about yourself sometimes like mine definitely started in the sense that I my body and my self-esteem I was was so low at the time like it was so low that you know, I was looking at myself thinking, oh, my God, like, what is this? Like, my boyfriend loves me to death. And I was saying, oh, you don't find me attractive anymore because I'm, you know, I don't find myself attractive. I don't think I'm very good looking in the sense that my body's changed. So you, therefore, you can't find me attractive. 
yeah exactly and that's you know I relate to that too like my boyfriend you know loves me for who I am and is attracted to me regardless and even though you know I've put a fair amount of weight on in the last year and a half of lockdowns and getting in new relationships and all of that kind of thing he still loves me just the same and so it's like why am I punishing myself for massively and that is 100% like that whole thing of you know you see yourself in such a different light and such a different way than other people do like the way I view you is completely different to how you view yourself and it's oh absolutely you know how you know my boyfriend views me or how my mum views me or how my friends view me it's so so different and how you're you know, your mind views yourself and like body dysmorphia has gone on the rise massively over the oh, last 100%. like, especially to do with COVID <laughs> and lockdown, like it's gone up massively because people don't know what they, I don't think a lot of people know what they look like anymore. No, like, and it's, I don't. <laughs> neither do I, because every time I look in the mirror, I see someone else, I see something else. I look different every time. And because of, like, some weight I've put on, I've put it on in my face as well. And so I don't, when I look in the mirror, because my face is a bit chubbier, I don't recognise my own face. And so it just is so confusing because it's like, who who really am I? Like, who am I? It is. Yeah. It's that whole situation of it's, it's confusing and it's, COVID has been such like a weird time for everyone. Everyone's had such a horrible, horrible experience in their own right. And it's, you know, it's hard. But then you've also got, you know, people that have put on loads of weight or people that have done amazing things where, you know, fair enough, they've promoted themselves to do shit ton of exercise or whatever. Like people have gone either one way or the other or people have stayed in the middle. That's fine. But everything's changing. And I find that such a bizarre bizarre thing and the fact that it's only been like a year and so much has changed for so many people yeah so much has changed and it's you know when you're on tiktok or whatever and you see people that have posted you know transformation videos of them losing weight over the last six months and all you've done oh. is put on weight <laughs> i'll tell you and it's it fucks you up but then again it's it's good oh. for them because fair enough like very proud of everyone that's done that like I wish that my mind was like that and I was so motivated because like I remember the other night like I was in bed and I was just about to go to sleep I was like I'll have a little scroll through a TikTok before like I go to bed and the first one that came up was like how many calories I eat in a day or and then it was like watch me transform and I was like oh do you know what actually like that is I was like I'm gonna have to put the phone down because I'm not going to bed now thinking ah oh, thinking rubbish thoughts about myself because I've just seen a TikTok. Yeah. It's those ones where you you feel guilty in yourself for not doing what other people have done. And it's it's like, it's okay to feel how I felt and it's okay to not have, you know, done loads of home workouts and lost loads of weight because, you know, my mind... it's been, been a hard time. It's such <laughs> a shitty time. It's been a hard but, time and, you know, it, it, everyone's different. Everyone's had their own shit to deal with. Everyone's had their own struggles to deal with. So, you know, fair enough if you've put on a bit of weight over lockdown or whatever. Like, that's that's fucking normal. Like, I don't see mm-hmm. how that's now gone from being, like, you know, a taboo or, you know, I feel really crap about myself. Like, I see memes all the time and it's like, what did I see the other day? And it, it just annoys me because I think, you know, it's so, like, it's just, I know it's a joke, but it's fucking rude. Like, something that's going It's like oh, the ones that are like, oh, diets until 21st of June. <laughs> oh, 100%. It's like, oh, um, I can't wait to lose £10 to the 21st of June to go to the pub. You're going to put on that £10 when you are drinking excessively anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, it doesn't it's the matter. Ones where it's like, oh, yeah, my diet up until the 21st of June, and it's a plate of ice. You know, oh, and it's like, so much. Me too. And it's so like, rude. You, I understand it's a joke to some people, but oh, yeah, to me a lot too. Of like, people, I get it. It's not. Like, I get and, that. And I remember, like, I posted it on um, Euphoria by Lizzie, the Instagram page. And I said, 
like I get that it's a joke like I'm not like a, a Karen as they say like I'm not like that like I find a lot of stuff funny but promoting such a bad message to, to kids or to, to adults to anyone isn't great like you can't be promoting like oh I'm only going to eat like 100 calories a day until you know in, until lockdown's over so I can go out in this dress that I bought yeah go out like times are hard everyone has been through a lot you know everyone knows that times have been rough and that you might have put on a few extra pounds and you might not have been so kind to yourself during the lockdown but people understand that it's that's the thing is really you should everyone should be kind to themselves now Mm. because you know if you who cares realistically like I've learned over, even over the last like two years, I think, of like my self-love journey and how it's going. I've learned that people do not look at you. They're so wrapped up in their own thoughts about their own body and their own, the way they look. They are not looking at you thinking, oh, she looks a bit rough. <laughs> like if you're out oh, with absolutely. Friends or you're out with, you know, let's say you're going for drinks with your friends and their friends or whoever. They are not thinking, oh, Lizzie looks a bit rough today. Lizzie's body's got a bit out of control. I can see her, her belly sticking out of her trousers. Or I can see this, this, and this. Like, you are, they don't think that of you. <laughs> yeah, you're the one that's, you know, sitting there thinking, oh, my, my mind is so, I'm wearing this dress and I can see everything that I don't like. But that's probably not what they're thinking. <laughs> exactly. It's like when you wear, you know, a pair of jeans and you're, belly is sticking out a bit it's all you can think about and all you do is just suck in your belly all night because you're conscious of everyone else watching you and that's the first thing they see whereas when you see oh, someone massively. else that's in you know a similar the same outfit, outfit that's the same body type as you you think wow they look they look amazing and they look really good a hundred percent and I remember seeing like a tiktok and this girl and she is stunning like I can't remember um the name unfortunately but she was beautiful and she's probably the same size as me in all honesty but she had like she was wearing this bikini I thought you look incredible whereas Mm. if I wore that I'd be questioning every little detail of myself because I'm like oh I don't think I like it (laughs) and then I take it off put it in the clothes pile and then I choose something else yeah exactly and I remember like my boyfriend has sent me kind of TikToks of girls you know my kind of size maybe a little bit bigger but regardless still kind of my size um of them in yeah like you said bikinis and cute little dresses and I've looked at them and been like oh my god you look incredible Incredible. you're amazing like (laughs) that outfit was made for you but then if I I would never consider you know anything like that on myself because of how I view myself but that's how he views me and so I see that in someone else and I'm like wow that's incredible and then I realize that's, 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 that's how the he thing would though. see me yeah and he would see like that and I think that you know I'd see like that and I think everyone else would be and it's that whole mm-hmm. thing of like I said when I changed my Instagram when I changed my Instagram like I saw that whole thing of I saw that whole thing of you know my Instagram page changed like it was all mid-sized people or it was all sort of girls that are the same size as me in outfits that I'd love to wear yeah so you know that changed my whole perception on that I was like oh actually like it's crazy how much that's changed my perception of actually maybe when the lockdown is over I might buy some nice clothes that I've seen on TikTok to being like I need you know I might actually try and wear this yeah and it's like a complete like you see completely different styles of clothing that you would never go towards but because you've seen someone like a mid-sized girl wearing it it's more approachable in a way 100 percent. it's like yeah I will you know go on ASOS and pretty little thing and I'll have a browse and I won't be so I can't I shop won't. on there anymore honestly because of them like not because of the models but because I just don't I look at the the model that's modeling it and you know she's a size eight or something and that's fine and that's beautiful but I cannot picture the clothes on myself. Mm. So I'm like, how am I supposed to buy this when I, I know that it's going to come in the in the post and I'm going to go, it just, I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't how you look on the, the picture you've seen. Yeah. And, it's, and uh, the sizing in general is? is horrific. Oh. Like, 
You could be a size ten like in. in Oh, what were they? They were Stradivarius jeans. Stradivarius, yeah, Stradivarius jeans. I bought some in a size twelve, which is my normal size. So I was like, you know, I, that's fine. They'll fit surely. And they came, and I could not get a leg up. I could not even get a leg in them. And I was like, oh my god! Like, so I had to size up, I think, to size sixteen, and they just about fit. They fit perfectly. And I think you know, it's like Zara. Zara sizing is a bizarre thing. Oh, like, I literally saw a TikTok last night. Awful. I literally saw a TikTok last night of a girl, she's an American girl, probably the same kind of age as us, and she is a slimmer girl, but she was like, I'm just going to show you, you know, what Zara sizing is like, and numbers don't matter, and she's an American size two, usually, which is like a UK six, eight, I believe. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And she couldn't get one size two past her knees, in one style and then she had a <laughs> size she was fine. yeah she had a size four in another style and she couldn't get those past her knees and then she had a size two in one of them and they fit perfectly and she's just saying you know it a size four is a size up from my you know typical dress size but I can't get them past my knees it's just how it's, they're made. it's so hurtful like I think in that sense, and that's, that makes your perception of yourself go from like a zero to a, do you know what I mean? Like 10 to zero. Like I remember when I found those Stratovaris jeans, my friend um, actually recommended them to me and she's the most beautiful, lovely woman. And she was like, oh, they'd really fit you. And I was like, yeah, sound like I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get them. I bought them and then I was so disheartened. I was like, oh my God, like, you know, uh, how big have I gotten if if this is, you know, the sizes that I'm going, you know, I'm, my size is changing that much if I'm going from like a size 12 to a 14 to a 16 so easily in different sizes, which is mad because it makes your body dysmorphia or even your self-image go from zero to 100. Oh, absolutely. And it, it literally does make you feel like, how fat am I? That's- but that's the thing, it and shouldn't like, be like that. It shouldn't it shouldn't have that whole situation of you looking at yourself going, actually, I don't know what size I am anymore because every shop I go to is different. <laughs> yeah, and that's something that I've kind of come to terms with now. It's like I buy most of the time I buy a couple of sizes of things because I might be typically one kind of size in most places, but different items in those places will still be different sizes so I you know sometimes buy a couple of sizes if I'm not sure and I'll just see you know which one fits me better and I don't really look at the number of the size I just see what fits me better and I think that's so good for me because I used to I used to be obsessed with the number and I used to always want to be a size number's the worst number's the worst thing honestly like I remember like my mum being, you know, she's always been like a, probably like a size 14, 16 her whole life, like since I've known her anyway. Um, and she's, you know, I remember her saying to me like, oh my God, like Lizzie, you know, you've gone up to this. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, and I feel like now it's such a huge difference being like, I don't think sizing matters at all because I don't think any sizing is the same. I don't think any, you know, sizing you're using is the same. I don't think if you go to New Look, it's the same. I don't think if you go to Misguided, whatever or prettiest thing I don't think any of them are the same sizing guys no at all and it's like I remember a few years ago when I was really conscious about how I felt I went into River Island and I was looking for just work tops and I bought a top in a size six and I took it home and it and then I went to another shop and I bought another top it was like a shirt and I bought it in like a size 12 because I wanted it oversized and mm. then I went home and the size six top fit me. And I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Oh and my God, wow, tried... I'm a size six now. <laughs> yeah, and then I tried the size 12 on and it didn't fit me. And I was like, how, how does this, like, it how really this opened work? my eyes to, you know, different sizing and different shops and even different, you know, materials and how they fit. How me. they stretch, be... how it works. Yeah, yeah. it's just... You know, you need to be mindful of yourself and just be more open-minded with... A hundred percent. Open-mindedness, I think, 
is is the biggest key to it that you know when I started the self-love journey and when I'm what I'm trying to do with Euphoria as a brand to give this whole self-love journey to everyone else is you just shouldn't care anymore like it just just let loose a bit like everything's different now no clothing sizes are the same everyone's either no one's really natural no one's really everyone's different like what I wanted to say earlier was about you know TikTok in how I've noticed you know this filler trend going around and I get it like you've had fillers and it's fine and that's a good thing because you know you know each to their own but it's the whole thing if I've watched a girl's face change from you know some her natural face that she's grown up with her whole life to a supermodel in the space of you know an hour session with jaw filler chin filler lip filler bizarre yeah it's crazy like I've had lip filler and I you know it's partially because when Kylie Jenner started getting lip filler and it was all popular and she looks amazing and you realize that it is kind of accessible and if there's something that is accessible that you feel down about yourself for then you can change it quickly and that was something that I wanted to do. And I stand by my decision, really. And I 100%, feel, like, that's feel a lot thing. more confident. You've... And just that's feel a lot good. better about myself. Yeah. But there's... That's like the thing said, that I remember I said to you once, I think, like, oh, I'd love to get some lip filler or something. But I do not have the nerve. I'm too scared. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I don't... I don't I'm, you know, I'm such an advocate now for this whole thing. I don't think I'd really want to. I feel like I'd be too scared to do it anyway and I feel like it's with you remember you were saying you were getting it and I was like oh like are you excited and you're like you were so excited to get it done because I think you'd wanted it done for such a long time yeah and it looks so good on you and it you know you could hardly really tell it's not like you've gone overboard or whatever you've just done something to make you feel more confident yeah it was something that I did for me it wasn't something so I could have you know big juicy lips it was something that I mean it kind of was but (laughs) it was you know I just it was an insecurity I had uneven lips and it was just something that when I looked at myself in the mirror I couldn't take my focus off and so I thought I thought about it for like two years to be realistic like I didn't just want to jump the gun and do it and regret it and I thought about what I wanted to do and what where I wanted to go and who I wanted to do it and I think that that is really important and doing the research doing research how filler 100%. works because everyone's research just... is such a big 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 thing I think you know as like anyone can say like you it's basically like an in, uninvasive surgery really isn't it like you know you you need yeah. to do your research who you go to because you see girls that I've seen girls that have had nose filler before I remember seeing this girl on Instagram she'd had nose filler bless her but the injector she'd gone to hasn't injected it into the right place and she'd had to go to A&E because she had some sort of blood clot or something I think yeah um, it gets really, trapped really in bad. like one of the veins or the arteries and then it yeah is a really bad thing to happen and I, so it's like, not exactly you know an easy an easy option like filler is still um a process where you know you're getting something injected into your body regardless so you need to do research really and that's why I feel like I wanted to bring this topic up today on today's episode. It was purely because of the fact of, you know, I see it everywhere with filler. Like, filler is everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, like, obviously my friends. Like, it's such a big topic that it's kind of taboo in the sense that people, some people don't want to even disclose that they've had filler. Some people, you know, are very happy and open to say, you know, I've had this, I don't care. And I think that's how it should be. (laughs) Yeah, I think it should be you know you should just like if you're getting something like that and people ask you should disclose what you've done you just be like yeah I did and I'm happy I did it whereas when you say no I've not had that done it makes it seem like you're you're just lying hiding something yeah who you are and how you look and it's like who was it there was an insta a youtuber Saffron Barker um oh yeah lovely I've seen some of her stuff I think yeah, she's, you know, she seems like quite a lovely girl, but there's, you know, a couple of instances where she has denied having filler and she's denied having other work done, like boob jobs and nose jobs and things like that. And if you want to get it done, 
go for it. Get like, it done. A hundred percent. I agree with you. But if you want it, why she... not? <laughs> exactly. And the fact that she that said, no, I haven't had it done. And then has said, yeah, I've had it done. Or she said when it was first spoken about, like, I think it was chin filler. That oh, yeah. she was asked if she had it done, and she was like, "Yeah, I've had it done." And then in another video, six months later, she was like, "No, I've never had any filler." It's like, but, <laughs> it but just you doesn't have. help your, your, you know, it doesn't help the fact that your, a lot of these people's audiences are young, young teenagers. Where you know they're looking at you going, "Ah, oh, well, she says she hasn't had anything. Like, why are you saying that? She's obviously all natural." And you're. You know, you can even see through photos that this girl, you know, bless her, like she's had something done. So just say it. Exactly. And like, like you know, it's not hard. And one person I actually really like, I know she's quite a controversial person, I think, at the moment on TikTok for being, you know, doing stuff throughout COVID. And that's fair enough. Like, I don't condone that. But like Katie Franklin, she is very, very honest on how, you know, how she's achieved the face she likes in the fact that, you know, it is filler. And I think, fair enough, like, good for you of saying, you know, I'm honest, I've got this. And Tana Mojo and people like that, like, they are so honest as influencers being like, you know, I've had this done. I, like, I, I will show you even on a vlog on my Instagram or my YouTube that I've had this done, which helps, I feel like, <clears throat> kind of understand what is real and what isn't. Oh, yeah, I was going to, when you mentioned Katie, I was going to bring up Tana and just say mm. that, yeah, she's literally been honest from the get-go about what she has Massively. done and how much she gets. And like you said, she literally takes videos and puts it on her YouTube channel and she vlogs it and she's open about Massively. it. And I think, and that's you fine. Know, as a young, you know, a young female, I really appreciate that. So do I. Just... I think it is that just that whole thing of you know. Actually, I do really appreciate the fact that you know, someone's being really honest and saying, actually, I've had this done and, you know, I look the way I do and that's fine. Yeah, I did it for me because I wanted to and there we go, that's it. And that's literally all it needs to be. It doesn't need to be like, oh, yeah, I've had it, but don't do it or, oh, I've had it, you should do it. I've had it, I did it for me. I did my research. I understood what I was doing. understood the risks. And just be open and honest because it's just you know like you said earlier you open apps like TikTok and it is people you need people to be honest and I think that is what everyone wants I think that's a fair enough thing to ask for is honesty in the fact that you know body image in being loving yourself and everything is so hard when everyone lies and everyone doesn't say the reason I look like this and I have these amazing boobs or this amazing ass or whatever is because I've had work done and that's fair enough. And I think, you know, once someone, once people say that, it becomes less taboo by being like, oh, actually, I was honest about it, which is the best way I feel that you can be. Oh, absolutely. And you just have more respect for people that are like that, don't you? You just appreciate the honesty rather than being like well why why have you lied about it because you're just making more people insecure because when you have thousands thousands of followers a hundred thousand followers or millions of followers you have a lot of people that look up to you you're clearly a likable person and you have a likable character they want honesty from you and they want you to be open and they just want you to be you it's people aren't going to hate you because you've had filler you know, there'll no, be some no, people massively. that turn around and say, oh, why have you done that? That's unbelievable. I hate filler. It's disgusting. But who cares? Because that's another cares? reason. Like, people, exactly. you know, it's your own journey. And I feel like that's the reason why I'm so passionate about this whole, you know, loving yourself and becoming who you want to be or, you know, loving the skin you're in is because it doesn't matter what you've done or what you're having done because you're still loving yourself, you're just loving it in a different way to someone else. I think that's such a journey that I feel like it's different for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Which, you know, it's it's bizarre because that's something that's different for everyone. And I think, you know, your journey is your own. I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah, and everything happens at different paces for different people. And you just kind 100%. of need to accept the journey that you're on and the time that it's it's going to take you you know complete that journey because I remember I was talking to my mum the other day and she you know she just says like she I talk to her about everything um 
but she says even now there's things that she is still learning and she's only just realized certain things about herself and you know, how her mind is, works and how she it's is the and journey. She's, you know like she's, she'll kill me for this but you know 50 <laughs> um same television's so age <laughs> I know. um but you know it just proves that at that age you're still you know still learning who you are and still learning what it means to be you and I think that that is a really important message that's the same as anyone I think and I you know your mum is an amazing woman and I think that is very true in the sense that everyone's on their own on their own journey like everyone is different and you learn to love things about yourself that you wouldn't even at whatever age it doesn't have a an age number like it doesn't matter yeah, there's not a limit saying okay you need to understand exactly who you are and what you look like and how your body works and how your mind works by the age of 25 oh like, who cares you know you're probably not gonna understand until you are you know you've had kids and you're still learning things or you know Massively, you've got your family like, or i completely agree <clears throat> but yeah i, I just feel like yeah it's a really good point like I do feel like that is such a big thing to to like I feel like that's a good thing to end on is the fact that it's such a journey and it's difficult and it's different for everyone and it doesn't matter about age it's such an age inclusive thing that you know good for good good for everyone good for you like it doesn't matter and I feel like you know that's why we started this podcast is for people to get to know themselves and get to know different ways and it's okay to you know love yourself at different parts of your life like I don't think it has an as a beginning I don't think it has an end I think it's just a fluid fluid thing yeah it's you're just living your story in the pace that it was written 100% right so I think that's it for today's episode um I just want to thank thank you to my co-host Ree um for joining us um, thank you for we'll having me back. it was it was lots <laughs> we'll of fun uh-huh so we'll be back for our next episode um next week so thank you for listening bye